Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. I thank you for being here on the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. You can find the podcast right there on the front page of the WDBO app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and I invite you to join me for Orlando's Morning News every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Outside of Orlando, be sure to stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, today, as we are taping this podcast, we are commemorating the 22nd anniversary of the 9-11 terrorist attacks on America. It was the most horrific day of my life. As a matter of fact, on that morning 22 years ago, I was actually on the air hosting Orlando's Morning News on WDBO. And when the first plane struck the Twin Towers in New York City at 8.46 that morning, the initial reports were that a small plane, perhaps a Cessna, had hit the building. Well, minutes later, shortly after 9 a.m., it became crystal clear that was no Cessna and that America was at war. With whom? We didn't know at the time, but America was at war. Now, on that horrible day, nearly 3,000 people died in those attacks. In New York City at the Twin Towers site, at the Pentagon outside of Washington, D.C. and Virginia, and in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, where a handful of heroes would bring down that plane, likely headed for Washington, D.C., perhaps the White House or even the Capitol building. Now, I was fortunate enough to take part in the Tunnel to Towers Foundation 5K this past weekend. It was here in Central Florida up at Cranes Roost Park in Altamont Springs. And it just strikes you how many of these photos you see. And they're all over the place during the race of all the men and women who sacrificed that day. As people were scurrying away from those two buildings, there were people like this, first responders who ran toward the danger. Takes a special kind of person to do something like that. And one of those people was Louis Morales. Louis is now a Central Florida resident, but back on September 11, 2001, Louis served as a detective for the New York Police Department. It's always a very difficult day for Louis to look back upon, but he tells his story today in the Inez Says podcast. This is a very difficult day for you to look back upon, but if you can for us, Louis, tell us your story. Tell us where you were that day, what you were doing. I remember it being a, a bright, sunny, beautiful day there in New York City. What were you doing on that morning? Were you on duty? Uh, I wasn't on duty. I was at home sleeping because I worked a, a night shift the night before. What do you remember most about that day, Louis? Well, I was a, I was a detective with the New York City Police Department. And um, there weren't just no good thoughts on that day. Mm-hmm. Um, we we got down to ground zero. I, I was called. Uh, I was sleeping. I got got up, headed down, got to ground zero. And what I found in ground zero was total total chaos. Communications were down. 
everybody responding obviously didn't have any radios, which they were they were down anyway. And pretty much nobody knew who we were fighting, what's going on, what are we doing. So we just did what we can, you know, with the, with the tools and stuff that that, was, that were given us. Louis, I, I took part in the Tunnel to Towers 5K at Crane's Roost this past weekend in Altamont Springs. It's a great event, but it, it struck me how many of those first responders who rushed into those buildings, in, including you, at a time when everybody was trying to get away from those buildings. Do you remember the thoughts that crossed your mind as you were running toward the towers? Yeah, I mean, it, it was, like I said, it was chaos, but you know what? Human nature kicks in and we were trained to, to help. We were trained to serve. And, and that's what we did. That's what we did. We, we went in there. We didn't worry about our own safety. We didn't worry about anything else but going in there and helping and try to you know save as many people as we could as you got there were the towers already down louis there was one on the way there one one fell so there was one down and there was one still up and that even caused i mean the the smoke in the area sometimes you couldn't see your hand right in front of your face the thick black smoke that you mentioned. I mean, it's it's one of the things that sticks out with me when I look back, and, and obviously it, it has to stick out for you for a number of reasons. One of the most horrific sights that I can't get out of my mind as well is watching from afar and people jumping out of the tower windows. It's just really difficult to think about something like that. But I think it's necessary, Louis. Do you think there's a portion of America that maybe doesn't remember or, or forgets what really happened on, on this day 22 years ago? Unfortunately, I think there is a lot of people that forget what happened that day. They they forget how many lives we lost. One of the bad things about forgetting is that we're still dying from that day. We have many police officers, many firefighters, EMTs that are still dying. They were dying of cancer, were dying of pulmonary problems. There are so many people sick because of that day. So it's heart-wrenching when people are are not remembering or, or has no sensitivity to it because it was a grim day. Now, I tell you, that was my worst day in my life. Mm. The next day mm. was the best day of my life. Mm. We, on September 12th, there was one United United States of America. Mm-hmm. There were no Democrats. There were no Republicans. There were no independents. There were no races. We were one. And we stepped up as being one. And that's another thing that I, I'm sad that people forget. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was just unbelievable what September 12th did for this country. And that's why we got through it as, as we did. You're right. We were so united after September 11th. And like you said, you, like so many others who ran toward the buildings on that day, you continue to suffer. I know in silence for you as well. Can you tell us what you continue to suffer from today, Louis, both physically and perhaps emotionally here 22 years later? I feel fortunate that I only have scarring in my lungs. I have I suffer from asthma. I suffer from COPD. I suffer from sleep apnea. I suffer from anxiety, severe depression. And like I tell you, I consider myself lucky because there are so many out there that are dying, they're having cancer and having all kinds of ailments that are, are killing them. You know, so 
that's what I came out of ground zero with. When you go around Central Florida, and I know you talk to a lot of folks, a lot of school kids about what happened on that day. What, what's your main message for everybody out there about what happened 22 years ago this morning, Louie? The main message is there is a lot of evil out in this world. But if we all look at September 12th, there's a lot of love also. And there's something that we can do. We, we can become united again. We're so divided right now. We can become united again. We did it. We did it. it it's, it's proven that we can come together as a, as a country and, and come together with one main goal, and it's to make America the best it's ever been. There's a lot of love in your life right now. I know, Louis, with your family and what you're doing here in Central Florida. I know you started a foundation several years ago helping children here in the area get the nutrition that they need. Tell us about that, Louis. That actually started 12 years ago. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a true believer that things happen for a reason. I spent some time uh, right after September 11 not knowing what my purpose was. And finally, I think I found my purpose. I started up an organization called the Orono Foundation, now about 12, almost 13 years ago. And what we do is we help sustain pantries in our local schools so we can help them eliminate hunger as a, as a learning barrier. There's a lot of kids out there that are homeless, a lot of kids that don't eat. And one of the big things right now, which we've concentrated a little bit more, is the snacks in school. You know, the kids have snack time. Uh, you know, out of 30 kids, you know, 12 have snacks, the other ones don't, vice versa. You know, so that's one of the things that we are concentrating on right now. And it's because it, it hurt. It hurts the kid. Not only are they hungry, but it hurts the kid emotionally. It embarrasses them. So we, we try to remove that. Yeah. But I thank God, you know, 12, 13 years ago, um, we started this and we're still going strong. Thank you to former New York Police Department Detective Louis Morales for telling his story on the podcast today. Never, ever forget. That's going to wrap it up for the Inez Says Podcast today. You can find me on the air every weekday morning, Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.